Welcome to Stiletto Heels. Does anyone here know the place of feng shui in modern Western society? I'm sure everyone here today knows little bits and pieces of feng shui and how it enhances the energies of people and spaces. But Stiletto Heels is much more than that. Stiletto Heels is going to take you to the core. It's going to take you to the soul, to heal the soul. And today I will discuss and share about decorating secrets of how color interacts with energy and how we can use energy to enhance a room's decor and create a theme for a room. Now, my own signature approach to feng shui is what I call couture feng shui. It's a dramatic approach to design. It's very different. I've researched and developed and practiced this unique approach for years, working with clients, including decorators and architects, public spaces and their private home design commissions. Now, feng shui is the foundation for couture feng shui. Feng shui is a philosophy that has endured for thousands of years and has not changed, although it continues to grow and continues to adapt to each succeeding generation up to and including our own time. And what does couture feng shui mean? It means wind and water, flow, energy moving you forward to specific goals. My approach to couture feng shui is wind and water, and it will reflect my client's own interior style as well as his or her own fashion style with all aspects of their dress and settings. It's really very, very different. And how color will reflect each other. Now, my couture feng shui focuses on color, form, and the function of the room and the interaction of these three factors. I always start with function. I always begin by asking, what is the function of this room? Function will, for example, determine the color choice, as opposed to starting by asking the client, what's your favorite color? How many times do designers say, what's your favorite color? But I believe the core, the center theme is, What's the function of this room? If you go into the bathroom and stand in the middle, you'll know the function of the room. There's going to be the toilet, the sink, the bathtub, the shower. That's the function of the room. Cleanse and refresh. If you go into the bedroom, stand in the center, the core of the room, you'll know the function of the space. You'll see the bed. You will see the night tables. You'll see a chair. You'll see, hopefully, serenity. That is the function of the bedroom. Function will determine the color choice. So let's build a room around your favorite color. Or hmm, I'd rather start with the client's intentions for the room as the function. And let's build the color around the intention. And carefully, like a plant being watered, we're going to grow the energies. That will enhance the function of the space. So as I said, 
function is first. It is the building block for design. The wrong colors will inhibit or kill the original intention of the room. It will destroy or distort its function. But color matched correctly to function will produce a visual, tangible energy flow. Now, I always see an environment graphically. I imagine the space with shapes and forms to you. Now, while some shapes are organic, let's think of the contours of floral designs, or we'll see geometric or mathematical. We're in circles, ovals, squares, rectangle, and triangle. Take a look at a blueprint. You'll see that. Now, we can enhance a room with male or female energy, what I call the yin and yang. For example, the core is couture feng shui. A triangle will be more powerful if colored red instead of blue. The color blue is better associated visually with rounded forms, such as circles and spheres. In the evolution of symbols, it's no coincidence that the color red is always strongly associated with Valentine's heart shape. And no other color, such as blue or yellow, would ever work as well for those shapes. One of our most prominent designers, Diana Freeman, who dominates style for years, Diana Freeland, who dominated style for years, deliberately ordered that her private salon be painted red, red, red. I want this room in flames. Now, why did she choose red for her salon? Would white have worked as well to stimulate discussions of the hot topics and steaming imaginations? No way. Only red would do for Diana. She knew how to simulate stir and heat up her guests. Diana knew that red is the color of drama and instantly energizing a room. Red does not have to overwhelm or monopolize the room. Now, I often use red for dramatic touches, for energy accents that will influence a room, even when invested in a carpet pattern or a large piece of furniture that the eye will go to. I use red sometimes as a surprise. Now, is there a systematic way to use color, a formula, an equation for combining shape and color to personalize a home's energy? I believe so. And you're going to learn how. Architecture accommodates human activity in a system called ergonomics. You heard me. And couture feng shui communicates form and space with color to promote style. The ancient Asians saw the color red as the highest point of energy. It's like the tip of the flame. Red represents life force, blood, vitality in the body. It stimulates. And in the West, we see red as happy, seductive, or angry, or embarrassment. 
Now, I want you to close your eyes, everyone at the table now, close your eyes, and picture seeing red. Close your eyes, see red in our landscapes and flowers, sunrise or sunset. See the color red as a red dress or a power tie. Think of the American flag. Do you see it? Proud and powerful. Now, let's open up our eyes and let us return to the moment. Now, everyone here knows well how color trends are dictated and driven by designers and, yes, even decorators. We're the ones who outfit all and retail establishment. And we're the ones who push certain colors each season. The colors we choose will play an important part in the rooms we customize. However, we can customize any room with color according to the room's need. That's where I come in. We're not following trends. We're creating trends by according it to its function. Couture feng shui will focus on the sensory needs of the room. Let's say that again, the sensory of the room. And we will consider the room's function for relaxation or entertaining. Once again, let's go back to the bedroom. See the sensory there. And let's go into the dining room. It's totally different. It functions in a healthy, balanced home. Now, which room would you add red to? And why? Now, I say rule out the bedroom for all red. In fact, one of my first jobs, uh, which was a bachelor male, he wanted red, red, red. And I said, good God, you'll never sleep. So too much red creates arguments and encourages restlessness. However, in a dining room, red will enhance the appetite and stimulate conversations. So in fast food, notice... When you go to fast food, what colors do you see where you're seated? Red. And when you go to the theater, why are, are you seated? Red seats. Now, consider the walls of the room. Are the walls square or linear? Stand in the center of the room. Now, if the shape is linear, think of it like an exclamation point. So that wall is more suited to red than perhaps the other walls. So now you can see how you can begin to interpret the furnishings by the form and the function of this space. Now, what won't ever work? No matter how fixated you may be on the color red, too much red for the bedroom, kitchen, or even bathroom wall might be too intense for the function of those spaces. In my book, Feng Shui Chic, I discuss the power and the placement of red. I also establish the relationship between the vertical and empowering the individual with choices extending to their clothing and furnishings. Now, if you think of the horizontal line, is associated with an embrace. Think of moms holding their children, nurturing, communication, and creative flow. So in the kitchen and in the bathroom, what emotions are red? Are they angry, resentment, bitterness, 
So we don't use red if a person is red energy stuck. This person is not moving forward. So a person who is red dominant oftentimes is angry, distressed, or depressed. And this person might be inclined to demand a design or paint a bedroom roll red. But guess what? That person will never achieve relaxation. So holistically and as a whole, in choosing red according to your mood will enable harmony in your life. So always see the color separate from the shape of the room and to the function of the space. So now we're going to see how color cannot be considered separate from the shape of the room. You learn the function of the space. The next layer is aroma. So many of my clients will choose different scents in different rooms and how confusing can that be? With scents and aromas, you can heighten or balance the energy of the room. But certain interactions of shape, color, and scent must coordinate. Discoordinate. Every, well, I'd like you to take a moment while we're sitting around and visualize a round red bedroom with the scent of a lemon. Well, the lemon will be conflicting here as a choice for the room whose function is relaxation or romance. No different than you're going out on a date and you're wearing a wonderful evening dress in red and then you're wearing a citrus scent. Citrus is not romantic or a relaxing aroma. Now imagine a dentist's waiting room. Could red be a possibility there? Or red in the dentist's waiting room suggests pain and hell to follow. <laughs> so what color would you paint the wedding room? How about a soft aqua or a soft sense of lavender, calming the nervous painters and doctors alike? Now, include a spa room. Would you add a red candle? Now, I always say be sure to choose a scent to complement the color and the function of the space. So, Radical Science reported LSD seemed to recombine the senses. The word they used was synesthesia, and it was used for hallucination, the waking dream or nightmare, where color took on a sound, or sound took on an aroma, or aroma took on a color. All senses were amplified and recombined in synesthesia. Some associations were more pleasing than others, and some trips were better than others. The Asians used opium for the same effects. Would red have been a calming color for an opium den? Not if you want to stay in business. Asians recognized and used their sensory combinations for many years. Even the French understood the elements of aromatherapy. Pink Proust and the scent of madeleines and tea that triggered memories and nostalgic emotions. Is there a color for love? Red. And what is a red aroma? Red aromas is jasmine, 
considered hibiscus, gardenia for your home? Are there red sounds? Yes, salsa, Latin music will add red notes to your room. So many people ask why I use the compass. The compass that was given to me by my master is centuries old and had been used by so many grandmasters before me. It is the correct interaction of color, form, function, and aroma. So let's use it for a consideration of red in the home and in fashion. It's a very narrow use of my compass. However, it will show at least how the compass can be used as a strategy for organizing the home with color, scent, and style, and even your fashion choices. You will notice a rainbow of red hues. Designer people know that all reds are not equal. There are garnet, there are rose, cherry, berry, and scarlet tones. However, bear in mind, we have only scratched the surface of the depth of what I call couture feng shui, as in our road to emotion, color, and function. Each compass direction is associated with specific emotions and with hues. And in my book, this is explained in more detail.